<laughs> Welcome back, to <laughs> Welcome back to Daily Gains, and we are two happy brothers. This is Pastor Joseph and Pastor Jared, and we are glad you are here. Yes, we started off laughing, and we hope you could join in with our laughter. <laughs> you did not miss the joke. I think we are the joke. Um, welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're that's looking true. at Psalms 50 today out of the ESV, and we're going to do our Pete and repeat. You ready, there, bro? I'm good to go. Okay, let's do these 23 verses. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth. From the rising of the sun to its setting. From the rising of its sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes, he does not keep silence, before him is a devouring fire. God, our God comes, he does not keep silence, and before him goes a consuming fire. Around him, a mighty tempest. And around him, a mighty tempest. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. He calls to the heavens above and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me with a sacrifice. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me who made a sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness for God himself is judge. The heavens themselves declare his righteousness for God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. Not for your burnt sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept the bull from your house or goats from your folds. I will not accept a bull from your house, nor goats from your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds on the hills, and all the moves, and all that moves in the field is mine. For I know all the birds of the field, and all that moves in the field, they're mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world in its fullness are mine. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you, for the world in all of its fullness is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to God Most High. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. And call upon me in the day of trouble. And I will deliver you, and you will glorify me. But to the wicked, God says. But to the wicked, God says. What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. If you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you keep company with adulterers. If you see a thief, you're pleased with him, and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. 
You give your mouth free reign for evil and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. You sit and speak against your own brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done and I have been silent. These things you've done and I have been silent. You thought that I was one like yourself, but now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. You thought that I was one like you, but now I rebuke you and I lay this charge before you. Mark this, then, you who forget God, lest I tear you apart and there be none to deliver. Mark this, then, you who forget God, lest you forget this and I tear you apart. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. May God bless the reading and hearing and living out of Psalms 50. Amen. Day in our lives. Amen. 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 So uh, what did something jump out of you, man? Yeah, verse five, to get me started, um, gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Um, talk about that. That resonated with me when, it, when we talk as new believers, um, the coming to faith. Often we view it as we get the free gift of life in Christ. And um, that's the end of the transaction. <laughs> mm. um, and the reality is, is there's an exchange there at the cross where I get new life in him and I've given him my old life and I live that out daily yeah. by living a sacrificial life. Yeah, the life calling idea there. Exactly. I live a life of sacrifice. And so I see that even here in Psalms 50, those who have made a covenant, but it's not just words. He's saying, gather to me my faithful ones. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is the day by day, living it out, a life of sacrifice. Um, that, that stood out to me. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing that stood out as well was verse 17, for you hate discipline. <laughs> were you thinking of your little guy or were you just thinking in general? I mean, no, counselors, we, we meet a lot of people who hate discipline. Well, it's, 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 it's clear for me that in our culture, discipline is rewarded, um, but it is not held up as the thing. So we look at basketball players and football players and we celebrate them with huge contracts and we celebrate them with advertisements and jerseys and reading their books and all these things um, that we celebrate and glorify them with. And yet we don't talk about the discipline life that's required to be one of them. Mm. Um, you know, we, we don't talk about how um, this is in contrast with America being and being viewed as a country that is obese. And so, again, that, that goes against a disciplined life if I'm actually going to apply the things that I'm glorifying. And so it's, it's not to say that people aren't struggling and striving to be healthier. That's not the conversation. It's the reality of we separated that I'm willing to go and celebrate the people on the field or on the court, and I'll pay good money to do that. 
but I don't want to actually have the disciplined life. I just want to enjoy the fruits. Right. Um, or at least the appearance of the fruits. Correct. So that and it's not just in that's not just in health or sports. That's in that's in finances. That's in relationships. That's in popularity. That's in that's, that's everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. that's in church, and that that that's what really made me pause. Is uh, so many people want to follow different leaders within the church, and we don't know if they're living a disciplined life, right? alone are we living the disciplined life so that we can see if they're not right um, because scripture makes it clear that we as sheep are to keep our leaders um, in check by being people of the word mm-hmm. to be a person of the word requires discipline sure I, I could have read through it five years ago and that's not a disciplined life that was a disciplined life five years ago right I need to be in a discipleship group. I need to be poured into just as I'm pouring in. I need to be engaging with God and his word. And that requires discipline on a regular basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. What got your head, you know, what's got you scratching your head right now? The truth is what has me scratching my head is I just had someone knocking on my office door, but we're doing a, we're doing a recording right now. So I, was, I had a divided mind, brother. Divided mind is not good. This, what I, there were two things I really loved about this passage. One, uh, well, even before I get to the first one, I'll give the two real quickly. But the, the first thing I want to say is this courtroom picture mm-hmm. in its grandeur, in its, the way it is, it's process of God standing up and calling all of creation to attention and then calling from creation his righteous ones and then addressing the wicked and laying out his charges against them. So I'm going to render a verdict. That's a really grand picture and grand doesn't do it justice. It's a majestic picture. Mm-hmm. And it's one that looks forward to the ultimate judgment of all mankind. What struck me about it as my secondary point here is it's given here by way of warning, even though what it's depicting is a judgment at which time, once the, the verdict is rendered, judgment is passed, the sentence is then given. But it's, it's been offered here as a reminder, as a warning to say, pay attention to this now, because this judgment is coming. Mm. But the, uh, the first thing that really, the priority thing here, as far as I'm concerned, is the idea of thanksgiving. Twice he says, once to the righteous, once to the wicked, give your sacrifice of thanksgiving. And this is said after he said, I'm not interested in your burnt offerings. I, I'm a God. I like the smell of barbecue. I don't need it. Okay. I'm not after these things because I'm hungry. I didn't give you this, this law and give you the sacrificial system because I was chosen for a burger. Okay. I have everything I need. What I gave you was law. And what I expect from you, what's right for you to give me is Thanksgiving. That made me stop and think and say, okay, what, why? And the reason that I come up with this, I'm thinking through it is because God has done something to help these people. 
And it's to both the wicked and the righteous. God has done the same thing. He's given them everything that they need. He's provided for them laws that will lead to their happiness. Mm. He's protected them. He has provided a way of salvation. Mm. He will be their salvation through his statutes, through his laws, through his rules. He will provide protection and salvation to anyone. Mm. He's done all that. And, and, and Turnstone says, your rightful response is simply gratitude. That's it. Say thank you. Say thank you. Stop Say thank you. And, but then he turns to, and this is a sub point, but this is also really important, I think. When he turns to the wicked, he says, what right have you to demand that I treat you fairly? Mm. You want to be treated according to the law? Live according to the law. In the American justice system, it's in the minority in both the world currently and in world history, the history of civilization, in that Everyone is protected under the law, regardless of whether or not they have kept the law or broken the law. For most of history, if you broke the law, you made yourself an outlaw. Being an outlaw meant whatever happened to you, it's on your own head. When you stepped out from under the protection of the law, you stepped out from under the protection of the law. You refuse to obey it. Whatever happens is on your head. This is what God's saying to the wicked. You, you didn't listen to my words. You threw my laws behind you. You walked away from them. You forgot them. You assumed that because I didn't smack you down the first time you stepped out of line, that I was just like you, that I was living life on the sly. No, I was watching. I was watching what you did. I was judging it. I was watching every step you took. Now I'm leading the charge at your feet. Don't stand here and say, wait a second, due process. No, due process was thrown out when I didn't smack you down the first time you stepped out of line. That's when due process stopped. I stopped it then on my mercy. You don't get to call for due process now. You gave that up when you stepped out. That's a really harsh warning. I mean, that harsh isn't the right word. That's a really bold warning. We need to make sure that we've underlined that and italicized that and put, you know, big fiery exclamation marks around that warning. It's heavy. And I can't get away from that. The heaviness here is made even heavier by contrast to the fact that what God says you owe me, what God says (laughs) I owe him is thanksgiving. He doesn't even say keep all my laws. (laughs) Yeah. He says show gratitude For the things I've done for you. I'm God. You're you. Which one of us owes something to the other? And yet I've done all the giving. You've done all the taking. How about a thank you? And Paul picks up on this in Romans. He says, this is why people are condemned. Because they stopped to acknowledge God as God. Nor were they grateful. That nor were they grateful speaks so much to the heart of the Father who says, I'm I'm thrilled to provide anything you need because I love you. How about you, sir? And say, thanks, Dad. And acknowledge that I, in fact, am in this position giving to you. I think we have two challenges. The first one is, as you stated, um, 
to say thank you and make it an actual sacrifice, not just a waving of the hands, but a genuine sacrifice of thanksgiving. And then second, um, I don't think it's right if we don't share the warning, if we don't help those that are hurting, if we aren't um, acting good as though we don't know the story of the Good Samaritan. Like we must let others know, those that are hurting and don't know they're hurting, those that are <coughs> lost and still think they're found. And so we have two things to work on today. Psalms 50. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes, he does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire. Around him is a mighty tempest. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness for God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the hills and all that moves in the fields is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you for the world in its fullness are mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High, and call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. If you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free reign for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I have been silent. You thought that I was one like yourself, but now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. Mark this, you who forget God, lest I tear you apart, and there be none to deliver. The one who offers thanksgiving as a sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Amen. Lord, we're grateful for your word. May you strengthen us today as we walk this out. Brother, sister, thank you for stopping by. Uh, I hope that you've been encouraged and edified by this. We plan on seeing you again this afternoon to jump into the Proverbs. Until then, God bless.